Hello and welcome to Chicken Tendies, a podcast where the only chicken on it is the rubber chicken my brother threw at me. And all you know, that wonderful note, judging by my um co-host faces, let's let's get into it. Tara, how are you feeling? I'm a little bit tired. Had a long trip this weekend over to Long Island. But other than that, feeling refreshed and ready to go. So Jay? it's all Jay. I- I'm tired. But uh <laughs> after that rubber chicken joke, I've realized that there are worse things in the world than being tired. So really. <laughs> You should see my notebook full of chicken puns. Oh my god. Okay, well, I look forward to experiencing them. I would actually really like to see that. <laughs> I'll, I'll work on it. You know, I'm going to make the cover pretty, so it's all it's going to be all chicken themed. Just, just see, wait, it's going to be great. Why did I come up with this name? I invited this into the world. Okay. But, you know, on that, you know, wonderful chicken, chicken-filled note, let, let's get into it. Um, So there has been some hockey, and the pride continued to be the Boston pride. They have the opinion, what if we just announce nothing? I swear they're just going to l- drop the rest of the roster opening night. We have about two weeks opening night. They're not going to announce Jillian Dempsey made the team until the playoffs. That's my personal opinion on how slow they're going. <laughs> We're going to find si- find out if they signed their starting their starting goalie mid December after seeing her in games for a while. You know they're just going to announce it when they feel the time is right. Oh, Jillian Dempsey, you know, is leading the scoring. All right, now let's announce that she signed on our team. They're just oh gonna God. do that. I, I might be um, doing, you know, extrapolating a little bit with my, you know, wonderful stats knowledge. I'm making predictions that are probably completely inaccurate. But no, no. Of, um... Mathematically speaking, I think you're correct. I think that yeah, that tracks. I also appreciate the optimism in the idea that Katie Burr will be signed by December. So yeah, we'll we'll see. I wasn't exactly representing Katie Burr. You know, the, we've been nebulous. Starting goalie. The con- hey, last season. But anyways, the Pride are yeah. like, what if we just don't do anything that the fans want? What if we have no fan engagement, not great graphics? No third jersey. No third jersey. Uh, no third jersey! They've had the same jersey for two seasons. Everyone's else like, what if we have a pretty jersey? Or if we have a cold jersey, they're probably like, hey, here are some crumbs. Enjoy it. You seem to be harboring a lot of negative feelings for a team who you're currently repping. Yeah, I was surprised um, by that. I, I've had a long day, and also I am um, being a Boston sports fan. Uh, just you wait, Valid. the accent's going to start coming out, and it, it's going to happen. All right, I yeah. am actually feeling personally decently okay with the Pride right now, considering they lost the Riveters, and that made me really happy, and I got to be there to see it. So I'm just disappointed in them. I'm, I'm just not not sure. I'm just, as you can tell, I, I am deeply passionate about this. The, the accent of course, is experiencing a lot of feelings. I Jay, am experiencing like a lot of feelings. It was really, really cool. So I got to go to the Pride Riveters game on the Cape, and I got to go to the Pride's game versus the Northern Cyclones, which is a NCDC team. So it's like college prep, something like that. I don't know men's hockey under leagues, whatever. Really good games. There are, there are a lot of fans there, a lot of merch being worn. The game was really good. Oh, man, I've missed hockey. James, what, what percentage of the starting lineup would you say had actually been signed officially? For the the Pride? I think only, I think, I don't know if Fatkin had been announced by that point. Dempsey still hasn't been announced. But like, no, there was a significant, Zafudo hadn't been announced, House hadn't been announced. Um, I don't know if Putinia had at that point. Like, it was, it was funny. Like, I'm watching this game and I'm like, half of these people are not official. It was really funny. I'm just the Boston Pride. I am, for the most part, a Boston Pride fan. I'm from Boston, and that's my thing. And I'm just like, I'm so disappointed in this team. Like, I expect them to be, I don't know. You know, normally Better. the team I get disappointed by is the Bruins. Like, the graphic design, <laughs> it disappoints me. The play on the ice, it disappoints me. The playoffs, it disappoints me. Everything except for the goaltending, it disappoints me. But the Yet Pride, they're the team that I don't get disappointed. And then they disappoint me. What am I supposed to do? Like, 
I, I then again, I do enjoy being a miserable sports fan. The sock season, it made me so happy. I love just that feeling, you know, I'm not expecting to win. And it's just, you know, we all are together in our misery. But the pride on that, you know, they're the team that I actually, you know, expect to do well, have any expectations for. You know, I would say that of all the PHF teams that are in NHL markets, the pride is definitely the one that I think spiritually is closest to not even the NHL team nearby. It's like they're the same team. It, you know, they <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, back when the Bruins wore the pride jerseys, I, there were a bunch of comparisons between like which which one which jerseys each player wore, and it was it was pretty interesting how many parallels there actually were. They are they have the same colors and like it's the jerseys are being boring. That's what the Bruins do. That's the Pride are supposed to do the boring jerseys. They had interesting. I think they're going for, the for classic hockey. All right. They all right. Ombre is... Ombre effect is not classic hockey. Have you ever seen an I... ombre on a hockey jersey? That's yes, the Canucks did it last season. To get an ombre. Anyway, and that's you're doing classic anyway. Hockey, I think I okay, I think that this is enough pride talk for in, insofar as the, how does this affect Boston? We have a Toronto team now. We can move on to how does this affect Toronto? You know, I think the, the pride was kind of that team in the PHF now, but we can move on. Hopefully I'm Toronto just... isn't like <laughs> Maple Leafs. I mean, I will say, didn't the didn't Toronto win the regular season their first year and they just barely got beat up by the whale winning the regular season their second year? And what kind think, of playoffs success they, have they had? They lost mm. to the Pride in the playoffs at some point. I, I don't remember which round, but they There's lost that. Them, so. There's that. There's that. Tara, as the, as the, what is it, Torontonian in the room, metaphorically speaking, how are you feeling about your Toronto curse there? I... I'm not metaphorically a Torontonian. I was born. No, in I mean metaphorically in the room. Okay. Metaphorically Torontonian. Like how? What am I feeling about it? About no, Toronto? I mean, like, do you think? Do you think that there is a, that the there is no, actually what is a Toronto person? Toronto in the as sixth? a concept. Oh, my oh God. I mean, the Raptors won in like 2018. So all right, fair enough. Fair enough. That was pretty great. Other preseason happenings. I know, Cor, you had a a different rant. I think, uh, do, do you want to do your force rant now? Yes, pants. Why don't your pants match the rest of the uniform? Why don't you have matching pants? I some thought it looked really just, good. One get, some of the girls said UVM pants. They're so green. Why can't you have everyone wearing black pants oh. or maroon pants? Just matching pants. As you can tell. Well, they probably I, just haven't come in yet. It's preseason. Well, also, that, they played yeah, at UVM. They might have made that choice to, like... Yeah, because before the game, um, they the puck drop was by two of the members of the Czech national team who just won bronze at Worlds, and Taylorova on the Pride was there, and I think it was Shanahan, and I can't remember who the other one is, but from UVM also did the puck drop. So it was like a whole UVM thing. It might have been. It was probably intentional. As you can tell, this is a very serious serious hockey podcast. We only talk about the X's and O's of the game. You know, power We talk about the clothes. Stuff. We love talking about the fashion. And I stand you know, by that. The, the best it's part of cool. hockey fashion is is goalie pads, but that's a discussion for our goalie-themed oh, episode, I, which I, I want, but I'm not sure if Jay, Jay is as excited about it. I support it in concept. All right. The most important thing that happened in the preseason, however, obviously, the biggest is, part of it. is Tara played in some games against my team my favorite team so uh i I just want how was that how was playing in the american dream mall i feel like a good place to have a rink just because malls are already so air conditioned ah which is like not great for the environment but did you did you find the ice to be good yeah so the ice was pretty good we were playing the first night we played 
um later in the day so the sun wasn't an issue and then the second game was mid-afternoon so there was the sun on the ice a little bit but I think during the regular season they're gonna have evening games but I'm actually not 100% sure about that how did it compare sun on the ice wise to warrior because I know that does do some sun on ice are you speaking Boston to me? Because I can't understand that. How does it compare to Warrior? Because that also gets sun on the ice, given the light off the, the sun that comes in. When I played at Warrior, I didn't notice it, but I don't remember what time the game was that I played at. I think. At anyways, uh, I did get sun in my eyes when watching that game because of where my seats were, but there's sometimes the sun on the ice at Warrior. Oh, yeah, I remember the first time you guys saw each other, there was a whole dramatic no... orchestral. Core was blind, but it was fine. <laughs> I, I so don't think wonderful. they they played a single orchestral music at um, a pride game. Meta- they had metaphorically speaking, it was probably I don't know for sure. There's always a song playing in my head, so I'm sure it was orchestral at that time. Really, I, I do. I don't know when I'm playing it. At, I got like play by play in my head. I'm like, all right, number thirteen. Or, you need to seven. be a little more romantic. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate the orchestral resonance of the moment. All right, but most importantly, Tara, how was it playing against the Roaders? Are they good this year? That's I'm hoping that they're good. It was fun to play against them. They definitely have some talent. I don't know. I mean, I think it's really hard to tell in the preseason because the teams haven't played together, especially especially a team like the Ribs that's like all new players. They haven't played together for long enough to have like established systems and and any sort any like like the chemistry hasn't always clicked at that time. Um, and so I think that the teams that you see in preseason are often just kind of like really raw versions of what they will end up becoming. Um, the exception of that is Connecticut probably because they have a lot of returning players and you can very clearly see that they like still have the chemistry from last season going for them and the speed. Um, but with the Riveters, they're, they're a brand new team. So we're like a, a brand new group of, of people. Um, so they're still probably establishing that. And I think that's, that's going to be the case for most teams going into preseason and they'll kind of like establish themselves and, um, and their character and their team dynamics as the season wears on. So I would say like, give it another month and then we'll know (sighs) the character of each team. Interesting. So anybody have anything else to say about the preseason games that have happened so Um, far? Any, any opinions on the the jerseys on the ice. How do we think the Foss looked? I thought, I don't know. I feel like the jerseys looked a lot more bland than I was expecting. Admittedly, the only tape I didn't really see of it was one of my friends. She was at the game, and I got several Snapchats of it. So that I <laughs> that's a little bit um, inaccurate. But I felt like they were, I guess, less vibrant than I was expecting. I really like their colors. I haven't seen them in person. Well, they were but... wearing the blacks. Oh, they were. Yes, I like yeah. their maroon. I actually. I... I think we're lagging a little bit. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, I was not expecting for the black jerseys to look as good as they did. I uh I think there were some features on the stripes that I hadn't noticed before and I actually kind of like them. I mean they're they're black jerseys and they're mostly black so there's only so interesting you can get but um it exceeded my low expectations. I'm so disappointed. So I go to a, a maroon school. I, I classify schools by colors or teams by colors. So I go to a maroon school and we don't have maroon hockey jerseys. At least I'm, I'm yeah. disappointed. It would look so cool. All I right, do care wait, about right, I interrupted Tara, Tara. What were you saying about the horse jerseys? Oh, I was just wondering what if you could describe the the details <laughs> that you saw on the stripes because I didn't get a good look at them. I think there was like 
some sort of dots in there. So, I don't know. The feed, right. I mean, the UVM feed wasn't incredible, but um, it looked fine. It looked nice. So I know the answer to this question of what's on the sleeves. Of course. The mini fleur-de-lis. So on the rest of the jersey for the red, for the maroon jersey, they have fleur-de-lis all over it. And oh. the fleur-de-lis striping is also on the the black. Jay, don't make that face at me. I am trying very hard right now not to <laughs> sound aggressive. My nose is cold, that's all. Jay is actively making fun of my accent. All right, that's great for preseason talk. Happy, great job, guys. Summing up, I think we, I think we summed up all of the important things about the preseason. I don't think there's anything else that happened that was hmm. meaningful. Minnesota played lots of college hockey. I believe that the Minnesota Whitecaps are a college hockey team masquerading as an actual one. I'm not sure. They might just be the state of Minnesota in a trench coat. I'm working on some theories here. <laughs> I believe it. We'll all right. Other hockey that happened recently, uh, the PWHPA had their first showcase of the season. That was in Montreal. Um, I think it actually took place at the uh, Center 21 point something, something where the force are training but are not playing games because of the whole like money that they're getting from the Canadian government that has to be in certain Wait, forms. Wait, money so from the Canadian government? No, the Center 21 gets their funding through like the PW can play games there because it's they're not making money off it per se because it's a nonprofit, but the PHF is not, so they can't play games there. And also something about which individual athletes are supported by the Canadian government. That's Canadian stuff. I read about it. I don't pretend to understand it entirely. But yeah, the showcase happened. Um, I watched some goal clips. There was some good stuff. Didn't get to watch any games. They got reposted on hockey Twitter or hockey Instagram accounts. Um, they're doing stuff. They're playing hockey. It looks cool. Um, I was not able to watch it. I've um, been busy, you know, having a concussion, but that's beside the point. Tara, any commentary Very... on the showcase? No, but two thumbs down for the concussion. Um, what I would love to hear more about is ho- hockey non-hockey, otherwise known as fantasy hockey. Fake hockey. Hockey non-hockey. Is that what we call it? All right. Imaginary hockey. Imaginary hockey. So I am happy to announce on this here Check and Tendies podcast that we will be launching very soon, as in in the next few days. I don't know when this podcast is actually going up, but Zenith Fantasy Sports Ooh. sound effects. Ah. Um, so this will be a PHF full season head to head fantasy hockey game. Teams will, or excuse me, leagues will have six to nine teams. So six to nine people can play in a league against each other. Um, every week you're matched up against a different opponent. Um, you'll be 10 players on the teams. We'll have a draft. We'll have slots where people who want to play fantasy hockey can sign up for the drafts. Been working on this for a while. Uh, it is part of Project Partner, which through Wahakiak is the Women's Hockey Analytics Conference, which was put together by um, Mike Murphy, Alyssa Longmere, and Carly, don't remember your last name. I'm so oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I love you. It, it's, it's very cool. I would recommend Marky. anyone who's Carly Markey? Oh, I think so. Anyway, anyway she's... anyone who's interested in women's hockey, look that. Look at that. They paid me to best five zone. They, like, you can go and watch them, the old, old presentations, do it. But let's get back to you, Jay. <laughs> well, Hockey Hack is excellent. They've, done, they've had two conferences, one one every year in the last two years, obviously that's math. Um, great place. And then this year they did project partner, which matched up uh, people who had ideas that they want to write about or 
um, people who were doing statistical analysis, and then they matched them up with somebody who could write about that. And in my case, I really wanted to do a fantasy hockey website because fantasy hockey has been really important to me and my experience of hockey. Uh, when I first got into hockey, I was just watching the Penguins, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and and playing fantasy hockey helped me get a better sense of just how the NHL was shaped and then like how teams went against each other and what made a player valuable to their team. Um, and it really just got me more interested in different teams and different players. And that's what I want for people to be able to have when they're watching the PHF or even if they're, you know, maybe they can't watch games on the weekends, but if they're playing fantasy and they're, you know, they're saying, oh, hey, Sarah Laporte had a bunch of goals today. So glad I had her on my team. Or like, you know, oh, this goalie's been doing really well. I didn't know that they were that good, stuff like that. And like, it helps you. It's just a different dimension to experiencing the league. And I love it. And I want for other people to get to experience so, that. Jay, I have two questions for you about your, your your fake hockey. Number one, is there a cap on the amount of goalies I am allowed to have on my team? So we did a, <laughs> I had, I want to thank all the people who've helped me so far in making this. Starting with Core was one of them. Uh, we did a beta test of the drafting website, and Core, yeah, went and took all the goalies. It was very rude. I told you not to. You did it anyway. Um, hey, me and my enemy, Mike Murphy. It's a thing. Mike oh Murphy, God. you want to come at me? If we ever play fantasy hockey at that, I'm going to take all the goals. Mike Murphy this did not threat. in any way say that he was going to come at you. Tara also participated in that. Thank you very much. I did not steal all the goalies. In fact, I was almost too late to acquire goalies since Cora was stealing them all. Everyone. As Jay said, it was not that's not an accurate representation of what fantasy hockey will actually be like. So not helping the beta test, but oh well. The hey, website than, it could have been. I did say I, I did threaten to do it in an actual game instead of just in the test. So all right. Uh, the website um I received Excellent work from two excellent artists who's who I value very much. Uh, Mio did the color palettes and some of the, you know, boarding for like when we were conceptualizing how the website was going to look, um, along with helping with fonts and branding, stuff like that. And then our very own core did the main logo, uh, which will be revealed shortly. Tara hasn't seen it yet. Well, you'll get you'll get a sneak peek soon. And most importantly, uh, none of this would have been possible without Anne Nguyen, who created the website, including all of the, you know, the actual mechanics of how we're getting the stats from the PHF, um, how that's being calculated into how much each player earns in terms of fantasy points, um, and then how much your team gets, and then the teams head to head. Like this whole website would not be possible without her. And this was this was the matchup that Project Partner created. So. Yeah, this has been a labor of several months and uh, and just a lot of effort. So I'm really looking forward to seeing it go live and just having a lot of fun with it. Uh, the I will say um, the drafting website we're using, it is going to cost a bit of money. So when people sign up for it, we're asking if you can pay like four bucks. It's optional. If you can't do it, that's cool. I just want people to be able to play but it would help cover the costs of running all this. So deets on how that's possible come out in the next few days. James, I have a question. Uh, what kind of head-to-head fantasy is it? Is it one where there's like two categories, where there's like categories? Where oh, yeah, sorry. Total goals are like cumulative points and um, our saves is- worth a disproportionately high amount. Like I, I need like 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 actual fantasy. So 
uh, Cybar Core runs an NHL fantasy league, and the, and the the way the points are structured is just incorrect. Like, I love you. It's wrong. It's incorrect. Hey, I'm having like fun, say, but. For the record, this fantasy league, each of your team has to have a theme. Um, yes. My team is themed off of players who played at a beanpot school. My brother's is themed off of players whose names he can't pronounce because he's dyslexic. Like, you know, highly serious games. Valid. So, players with so the so fact just, that like, the point system the is messed up, the fact the point system is messed up is part and parcel, I understand. In the PHF fantasy leagues, it, the metrics that we're using are pretty much what you'd see in the NHL fantasy at this point um in the future we're looking towards doing some like more interesting kinds of stats um particularly for defenders because they kind of get shortchanged in fantasy i feel um so in the future we're going to be looking towards making that a bit more this is true yeah, we need to respect defensemen more than we do as a society we oh need to be nicer to them hey i am not just spouting pro propaganda right now no you're it's true it's true all right uh yeah so i i hope that you guys will uh play in a game with me i would look forward to that i think that'd be fun very excited Thanks, Jay, that's just, super cool don't feel pressure yeah. because i'm asking you on air yeah so, <laughs> no it would be, be super cool to do that i think and yeah for as long as i've known jay this has been a thing they've been working on and just so cool to like see it like happen it's like day like months ago it's like yeah so this is what i'm working on i'm like it's just so cool that like jesus this giant project's actually happening yeah it is a bit late we were supposed to it's supposed to be started up not two weeks before the season starts jay um, jay jay this is a women's hockey thing the boston pride haven't announced the signing of the captain you're early you know what you're right i jillian dempsey is in the draft and we don't even know if she's playing for the boston pride so i mean i don't think she is I jump you know, the gun even I mean, I mean, really, what's the point? Like, do they need her? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Now on um, to the serious part of the episode. What else was on the the episode plan? We have predictions. For, um, oh, predictions. So we're going to do some predictions based off of vibes alone. We are not going to be doing any any actual thoughts. So um, No, no. I said, I said one serious, one goofy. You have to come up with something serious, Cor. So, like a for our serious prediction, prediction yeah. I'm gonna. This is gonna be a two for one. Which team is going to win the regular season, and then which team is going to win the playoffs? Jay, do you want to do you want to start with your, you know, based oh, off I, of vibes alone? Oh, vibes alone. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. well, you can do a little bit of stats if you really necessarily feel like you have to deep in your soul. Stats are your vibes, Jay. So you just go with what feels oh, right. I, I love that. Thank you. Stats are my vibes. Okay. Um, I mean. <sighs> Statistically speaking, it's the pride. I mean, for they regular were, season they or playoffs, won the cup. Okay, no, you know what? That's a good point. Okay, the the okay, whale has the least amount of turnover in the one season. They they all had COVID though. That's the thing. All right, last season, regular season, the whale won over Toronto barely, and they had very little turnover in the off season. So, gonna go with whale. Oh my god, I'm gonna say the whale won the regular season and the pride won the cup. I don't like that answer. But that is my official answer. Likely to be the most accurate prediction for the rest of this podcast. Sad. Okay, my vibes-based prediction is that the Bruins will be good this year, guys. It'll happen. So, Jay, I, T- Tara, you're not Jay. Are you going to give us your prediction, or is that you know too too much of a conflict of interest? 
I think that would be probably the biggest conflict of interest you could possibly imagine, and I would be highly biased, so I'm going to forego this one. It's valid. Okay, but you still owe us a goofy one. Um, so we'll, we'll get to that. Um, so for my prediction, um, I think the Pride are going to win the regular season, but because of that, I don't think they're going to win the playoffs. My 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 pick for the playoffs, I think, is also going to be Connecticut. I'm going to go with Connecticut. The vibes are there. They have Brass Bonanza. You know, it, it's oh. great. They have a right catching goalie. Like you know, it, it's it's a shape up for a perfect oh team. Oh my god! I, all this being right said, I am really. You're so wrong, Tara. Snow. As you can, so I'm also left. I also play hockey left-handed. I have so much so disadvantaged on this podcast. I get made fun of having an accent. You know, being left-handed. What's next? I love something. Nothing wrong with being left-handed. What's wrong is being right-catching. Being right-catching has made me so many saves that I should not have had. It is a cheat code. But interesting. On to our not at all serious prediction. No, no, no. I I have an actual an actual serious. I think the biggest question mark in this offseason coming into this season is Montreal. They have a lot of players who played together in the CWHL. Um, they have players who played together in college at UVM and at some of the anywhere else universities in Montreal or in Quebec. Um, I they they didn't look bad against the Pride. Like they lost, but they didn't look bad. Honestly, Schroeder was just really good that game. That's I think they're just getting that's their feet my Yeah. Okay. Um. So you know if they come out if they come from behind like like Toronto. Nobody expected, you know, new team, people who didn't always play together, didn't necessarily expect them to be really good, and they were. And if Montreal does the same thing, I look forward to it. I welcome our new Canadian French-speaking overlords. Yay, Canadians! Woo! All right, so for our not-at-all-serious prediction, we're going to go with which team is most likely to stir it up with an interesting special event slash the jersey? I feel like the ribs had a lot of... Alternate jerseys last season. Yes, but are they going to like stir the pot? Like the, I make it weird about Like stirring the pot, for instance, is not what Minnesota did last season. They had their jerseys or special jerseys, but they were just Minnesota jerseys with different colors. Or what if we just had stripes? That was that was the pride one. That's I didn't like it. But like, what team do you think is that? Not what a third jersey is just like a jersey with different colors. No, it was a pride what? jersey. No, except it was just like. Oh, okay. I mean, I have uh, one of those, different. so I disagree, but... Like th- like doing something interesting, a la, you know, the, the ribs with the um, Black Rose jersey. Like, kind of, like, doing something different, unique. Not gonna lie, has anybody but the ribs done anything interesting? With the the, the whale did something, and they have a gay person designing their pride jersey this year. They have a gay person? Just one? <laughs> no, they have one specific gay person. Ooh, do they, they have they the best gay person? person? Like, a specific gay person, like, how can I... How can I get that? I um, well, there was like any artists who said a lot of people applied and they, I can't remember who they chose right now off the top of my head, but I do know the Okay, game. yes. I actually, so here's, I'm going to drop this in the chat so you guys can click on it. Um, as I said, she uh, mentioned that they have, so the White Caps oh have God. a Christmassy kind of themed ugly sweater jersey this season. Wow. I that can't is. tell if it's better or worse than the Buffalo Buttes um, Ranch and Chicken Wings one. That was inspired. Oh, yeah. See, the Buffalo has also done something cool with the jersey. I, I rescind my commentary previously. Horrendous. 
This jersey it's is, so in fact, terrible. an ugly sweater jersey. I think that, that might might win my pick. I, I resent that, that it's in it. Christmas colors because I'm Jewish, but I think just that all things aside, that is a horrendous jersey. Would you I, want I want it. Would you I want an ugly own that jersey right now. Jersey? I need it in my life. Um. Yeah, I want to be included, even if it's ugly. <laughs> Get right on that. You know, it's actually kind of beats colors, right? Uh, what is that? Hawk yeah, colors is like we can design you blue an ugly and silver. Jersey. That, that can be our goal, Jack and Tendies. We can try to spread that vibes into the world. I'll pressure them to into making a an ugly Hanukkah sweater for me. Do it. It's beats it's colors. Has an ugly Christmas jersey. Like me personally, I want an ugly Hanukkah jersey. And, and I think you should have it. I think all the Jews in the stands, whether whether Buffalo fans or not, would fully support that. It's an untapped you know market. And it I really like is. Han- There's so much I more you can do with an ugly Hanukkah jersey. Like, you know, you can. I guess we had some talking over the- right Sorry. there. I cut that out. Tara, what were you saying? And then Cora, what were you saying? It's good. You don't want to. <laughs> Go no, ahead, Cora. Okay. There's something, you know, I think ugly Hanukkah jersey does have more, like, options than an ugly Christmas jersey. Like, you know, that's boring. You know how many atrocious menorahs there are? Just, like, even starting there from the ground up. You have have some truly, truly just terrible options to go with. And then just building on there. You really do. We used to make them in Hebrew school out of, like, you know, like, nuts and bolts. We would put, like, we'd glue the nuts onto a, like, a piece of wood. And then that was it. And then you'd like paint the wood and then you just stick the candles in there. So it was like very creative, but just horrifying. So my grandmother claims to not be Jewish, but every year at either Thanksgiving or Christmas, whichever one is closest to Hanukkah, we do do Hanukkah things. And it's like, she says, she somehow finds the worst menorahs I've ever seen. Like, I'm not sure what it is. It's just, there was this one that was kind of like tin. It was really thin and really bendy. And it was like, it's a gift. It was terrible. Is this the same, um, is this the same grandmother who doesn't like your art? Yes. Maybe she's just no offense, but like maybe she just has very uh taste like that. Like she she doesn't like my options too realistic. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, she um has like a a wonderful skill for finding bad menorahs. That is really you know know, a terrible Hanukkah jersey, you have the menorah striping on the sleeves, maybe. Not many people can say that they Coriel design one for I'll design one for you. I'm just the the, the juice yes. is a slow one, and then it's pressure like the buttes to to make it for merch. All right, guys, oh, glad that we come to that conclusion. I I have one last thought about the buttes before we get to our conclusion. Um, Magic the Gathering as a thing for season ticket holders. I I'm love not it. Judging. Cool. I'm just it's pretty cool. It sounds exactly like the kind of thing two guys who want a third person to play Magic the Gathering would do. <laughs> Um, I we figured it out. Magic Gathering. I have a younger brother who's obsessed with it, and you know how many times he's gotten me to play by saying, "Yeah, I'll do this for you if you play this one game of Magic with me." But you know, with that aside, maybe they're looking for the other Buttes fans in the Greater Buffalo area who also want somebody to play Magic with. Right? They know that there's a third person out there that's just like looking for their match. We'll have to follow this developing story. Uh, Tara, you're our insider. You have to. You have to ask uh, Josh and um, and Nate. Josh yes. and Nate. Yeah, they they, yep. some, they bring actually they bring their cards to practice, which is pretty cool. And then they Amazing. I don't think they've gotten a ton of time to play, but they're definitely always ready to go. 
You know what? Maybe when the buff the buttes come to Boston, me and my brother will make a Magic the Gathering sign. My brother, giant Magic fan. But, oh, they would love that. I think you should absolutely do that. On that note, let's get into a puck personalities question. Yeah, we've been um, way too serious this episode. We gotta yeah. Goof let's it up. find a very very serious question. Should we go with my, my favorite question on the list? <laughs> I, I don't see any reason I why guess not. We'll- Go with it, and then we'll probably be there. Oh, where is it? I need to find it. it it's the one where you told me. Oh, right, yes. Number 83 on the list. Describe Yaramir Yager. Oh, my God. What did you say, Derek? I said a veto. <laughs> I'm going to veto Core's accent and everything Core likes about where they're from, and Tara will just veto their favorite hockey player. Yeah, that's perfect. Yarmir Yager is not my favorite. Together we are unstoppable. <laughs> Together, one of these days, this episode, an episode might be under 40 minutes. We'll see. Hey, okay, episode- it is 57 degrees Fahrenheit where I am. What is question 57? 57. Um, Favorite superhero movie of all time? Ooh. I have to think of something off the, off the wall. What is the definition of superhero? Does it have to be movie? Does it say movie? Because I got some good TV yes. show answers. Damn. Does Deadpool count? Absolutely. Yes. 100,000%. Yes. Good answer. I mean, I am not a big enjoyer of the superhero movie genre, but I, I think Deadpool is probably also my favorite one. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. Your answers are lame, basic, understandable. I also love that movie, but my answer is the best. It is Mary Poppins. Yeah. Okay. If we stretch it, I think, in my opinion, the Blues Brothers could be a superhero movie. We have <laughs> Divine Intervention. We have Beating the Odds. We have Inexplicable Surviving Things They Shouldn't. Me and, and my brother. <laughs> I think that's a good. Anyway. I think. I think we can. I think we can end the episode on that note. Um, I think that's a sign. Well, ready for bed. All right. We are so ready for this hockey season. We're so serious about it. We have so much passion, so much enthusiasm. Cluck, frickin' cluck. Right. Cluck, um, frickin' cluck. And before we fully cluck cluck, you can find oh us on God. Twitter at checkin underscore attendees. Um, I'm not trying to spell it. Um, you can also C-H-E-C-K-I-N underscore T-E-N-D-I-E-S. There's One more time for the people on the back. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> Well, there's, there's a reason I was talking over you for, for one second there, so okay. we'll do it again. Okay. okay, silence. You can find us at Chuckintendies on Twitter, spelled C-H-E-C-K-I-N underscore T-N-D-I-E-S. You can find us wherever podcasts uh, are found. Um, and you know, on that note, cluck cluck. <laughs>